Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Never shut up. Well, good morning, everybody. Today is Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled Little Amsterdam. Hi, everybody. Good morning. I want to say thank you to everybody who took a moment out of their day to reach out to me, to see how I was doing, to make me feel loved, to spread love, to spread friendship, to give me a text hug, to send me a message of love in any way. I had an outpouring yesterday that I didn't expect, and it was really wonderful to feel so loved and to be reminded at a crossroads time that there is so much love in my life. And I want to reassure everybody that I'm okay. I've had, you know, I've always wanted one of those relationships or one of those breakups that, you know, you get that day of sadness. People are like, you get, you have a day of being sad and then you get over it. I'm like, no, you have to be absolutely devastated. You have to be absolutely be crushed. And I think I figured out why. So I've spent all day thinking about the end of my relationship and I had a lot of feelings yesterday about it. And we pulled Little Amsterdam today. The phrase in the song hit me a different way. The phrase, don't take me back to the range. I'm just coming out of the cell in my brain. And I go back a lot in my mind to a couple of years ago when things weren't so hot in my life. Things were a little rough. And I had a really fantastic message from a friend today that I read over and over that pointed out that they see from the outside in that I have, that I seem to be much more stable now, that I've grown a lot. And that outside perspective reminded me that I've done a whole lot of work and I'm not going to let this take me back to the range. I've just freshly come out of the cell in my brain and it's not going to devastate me. I have my day of sadness. I had my a few hours of sadness. I've worked through it. And you know what I was realizing yesterday when I was a little drunk and I was sad is that I was looking to be sad. That's my marker of what an end of a relationship is, is sad. It's sad. It's supposed to be sad, right? And I wasn't feeling sad. And I turned to my good old friend, Rebecca Marie Whiteclaw. I turned to my good, my best friend, Rebecca Marie Whiteclaw, and she, she got me sad. And then I thought, and then... I don't know if you know this, but I have therapy every Tuesday at 7 a.m. because I used to work a Tuesday through Saturday schedule. So Tuesday was the beginning of my week. And it just so happened that it was the perfect time to work through this. It was after I woke up. I wasn't hungover, but I woke up like, fuck, why did I drink so much? And I realized it just hit me like a light that I was expecting to be sad about the relationship ending. And I wasn't sad about the relationship ending. And I was trying to be sad. I I was looking for the familiar markers of a relationship ending. And it's okay to not be sad. I realized today it's okay that there is no villain or it's okay that there's nobody who hurt anybody, that it just wasn't right. That is okay. And that's almost like, it's like the greatest feeling. It's like a really empowering feeling because I'm not devastated. And this relationship came at a point in my life when I was in a really, really dark place. And it gave me the opportunity 
to put upon my chest a value statement about myself that said, I am taken. There is somebody out there in this world that wants me. I am, I had this letter, this like this tag on me. And that allowed, that tag allowed me to not, I was, I had come out of a really dark time and I was my, it was hard to be alone at that time. But because I had this now new value statement or statement that I put value on, I'm taken because that was there. I didn't need to go out. I, I no longer like go, what going out meant changed in my life. It changed. I wasn't going out to look for dudes. I wasn't going out to look for hookups. I wasn't going out to fill an, an, a weird emptiness, right? I was taken. So my evenings, I got to spend doing things and hanging out with friends and like re- relearning how to be alone because it was always under this umbrella of like, I have a partner. And that was something that I needed, I think, at that time to get me through the treacherous, like, alone time, the nights and the time that you spend alone. So now on the other side of it, coming out of the cell in my brain, I realize that what a perfect, perfect alignment of the stars to bring me someone that I could trust and rely on to be there for me. That by almost by accident, I put away all my other crutches. <laughs> almost by accident, I relearned how to be alone in the best possible way. So all day, I've been kind of talking this through with some close friends. And I, that's, the, that's, the, that's where I'm at. It's not a bad thing. There's not always a villain, you know? Sometimes things just aren't right. And sometimes it's okay to admit it. And it's like a great sign of maturity to admit it. And... I took down the episode from yesterday. I pulled it down. It made me feel it was I felt it was authentic in the moment. But when I woke up and I evaluated where I was this afternoon, I understood that I used Rebecca Marie Whiteclaw to take me to an old familiar feeling that to me is tied to a breakup. That's like what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to cry. You're supposed to be sad. It's not it's never just okay. You know, I read the conscious uncoupling, you know, did I read it? I don't actually think I read it. I heard, oh, I heard the author of the conscious uncoupling on Alanis Morissette's podcast. <laughs> I felt like I read it. That fucking podcast was like eight hours long. Who am I to talk? Who the hell am I to talk? I, you're right. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't complain because anytime com- anyone complains about how long our podcast is, I'm like, you have you heard of the pause button? You can come back anytime. You can go back next month, next week, next year. You don't have to do I'm not forcing you to listen to it all at once, but I want the information out there. And God bless. Alanis Morissette is probably thinking the same thing. Alanis, I adore you. I sang The Couch to myself. Have you heard of The Couch, her track seven from supposed former infatuation junkie? Because can you believe I pay him $75 an hour? Sometimes it feels like highway robbery and sometimes it's peanuts. And that fucking line, bam, right in the right in the kisser it gets me. That line about going to therapy, I pay him $75 an hour. Sometimes it feels like highway robbery and sometimes it's peanuts. And you know what? There was a lot of work we did today in our session. It was a lot of processing and it felt like peanuts, like $75 an hour. Not that that's what I pay. I get it for free. <laughs> Thank you, California. Uh, I get it for free. 
Uh, I really lucked out. They changed my insurance. I'm on HealthNet, SmartCare, HMO, and I have zero copay on everything. And I didn't believe it when they gave it to us. I didn't believe that that was a – was I living in a utopia? Certainly not. Well, now that there's been new indictments on Donald Trump – <laughs> oh, so what a wonderful day. What what a wonderful day. You know what? I'm not going back to the range. The range is a place where you can get shot. That's all I know the range to be. Some people think the range is the gas stove from uh, that, that Sylvia Plath, was it, put her head in? Uh, no. I, well, yeah, it could be. Who knows? But I think the range is the shooting range, the firing range, where people are out to hunt you. And I'm not getting hunted. I'm not going to hunt myself. I'm not going back to the range. I've already come out of the cell in my brain, relatively just come out of the cell in my brain. And this is the first breakup that I've been a part of, that I've been uh, happy to be included in. Thank you. The first breakup that I've been a star of in my entire life that has gone okay, that is not crushing me. And I, that is a big step. That's a great big step. Great, great big step. And it's a combination of the timing and the person I was dating and the person I've become and the circumstances. And, you know, he is absolutely who he is. He's a sweetheart. He's exactly on the page what he is. I, I wish him all the best. I hope he finds all the love in the world. But it just wasn't right, you know? And that is all right. That is okay. And that is the last I'm going to say about it because I'm moving on with my life. And today, this evening, Having freshly come out of the range, no, out of the cell in my brain, I saw Michael Carley. Oh, dear sister, you may remember Michael Carley. Michael Carley, 10 questions with Michael Carley. I, she, she doesn't live in L.A. anymore, and she came for a brief visit. She came for a 10-minute check-in at the precinct with me, and it was lovely. And I, just the love today that people have shown me reminds me that that love is there should I need it. All I have to do is ask for it. And that is wonderful. That's wonderful. So I'm taking the Amsterdam for some reason today. It's never felt this way to me before, but today it's a reminder. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. It wasn't my bullet. I'm not going back to that place. I have projects. I have plans. Let me tell you my newest. I have all film watching projects. Are you ready? If anybody wants to join me, please let me know before I begin. I've decided to watch every movie musical ever made. Now, that's a lofty goal. But, um, I mean, and I probably won't do it. I'll probably watch like the top from every year. And it wasn't actually, it was not inspired by Phyllis, although it, I, it easily could be seen as stealing Phyllis's gig. Phyllis, I'm coming for your gig. No, I want to watch every movie musical ever made because I was at the precinct today and they were doing Tuzicals, which is this drag show. And there were too many clips that I was like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Showgirls, what's that? What's that? So <laughs> um, I was already researching all of the movie musicals ever made. And the very first musical is the Jazz Singer, which is very controversial, but I'm going to watch that first, probably right after this. And I still have all the movies that I'm watching from the set. I'm watching every movie from the 70s as well. Well, it started out as I'm watching the top 10 movies of the year for every year in the 70s. Like, then I was like, okay, the top 10 grossing movies of any of years that I've been alive have never been my favorite movies. So why am I watching the top 10 grossing movies? Because I thought, well, maybe these movies should be important. Like, you know, big movies, big blockbusters. That's why I chose the top 10 movies. But then I thought, well, I should just go through the Academy Awards list and watch all the best nominated pictures. But then I realized like the best pictures aren't always the best films. So 
now I'm fallen so far down a rabbit hole that I'm watching every movie from the 70s. I'm watching every mu- movie musical ever made. And now I found this box set by Lucas Moodyson. Did I say this already? Moodyson, M-O-O-D-Y-S-S-O-N. Uh, he directed a film called Till Salmons, a movie, a Swedish film that translates to together about a bunch of people living in a commune and it absolutely changed my young adult life. It absolutely affected the way I interacted with my friends and the, the community I was trying to build with my friends at the time. And I fucking love that movie. And he, I, he found this box set. He has a box set of all his movies and apparently he's a really incredible. That's the only one I've seen and I didn't ever think about him again. But he's an incredible director, according to all the press. And his movies are really influential. So I'm now watching every movie by Lucas Moodyson. Then I went to the Criterion. Remember, I accidentally bought Criterion last year. I brought the Criterion channel for a year. I meant to uh, purchase it for a month, and I purchased it for a year. So I forgot about that. And I only have three months left, so I'm going to watch every movie on the Criterion channel. So I have projects is the point. I have projects. Plus, have you heard of this podcast called Drive All Night Songs of Tori Amos? I have projects and I am better. I like myself when I'm busy. I like myself when I'm activated and energized. I feel in my power. I feel like a onion blossoming. <laughs> I feel like a delicious onion blossoming. I feel like a 25 pack of different colored Sharpies. What else do I feel like? I feel like, oh, and then tomorrow, you know what? I feel like a little over, uh, <laughs> I feel like a little excited because tomorrow begins season 25 of Big Brother. And for those of you who don't know, I've watched every season of Big Brother with Maggie during the pandemic. And I'm so excited for the next season, season 25, Big Brother, Julie Chen, she's back. Julie Chen Moonvez, welcome back, Chen Bot. But I love her. I have a dangling medallion that Maggie got me for Christmas on my rearview mirror in my truck. And it's a Julie Chen dangling medallion. It's like wood carved in the face and the the bust of Julie Chen. (laughs) Sorry that I'm ridiculous. I'm finding a lot of things to be happy about today. And yeah, I hung out with a really good friend tonight. So, and uh, I hung out with a few of really good, my really good friends. Good, good for me. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. What is it? Wednesday. And if anybody wants to start a film project with me, let me know which one. And that's the one I'll prioritize. Let's play some music. I don't know what I'm going to play. Who knows? Who knows? Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. I really, really feel it. Bye. I know he's blood, but you can't still turn him away. You don't know him anything. Do you go to the dungeon? With your days in the dungeon Writing a letter to ya Didn't make me feel any more peaceful Than how I felt when we weren't speaking Because I didn't care to what I did I can't love you Cause we're supposed to have professional boundaries I'd like you to be schooled and in our As though you were kissed by God
stress you out My sweater is on backwards and inside out And you say how appropriate about your bills, your ex, your deadlines, or when you think you're gonna die, or did you long for the next distraction?
yourself and thereby do everyone else How to keep smiling when you're thinking of killing yourself How to not not a holla to avoid going with him How to stay stuck in blue by blaming you for Take it. 
feel smothered and encumbered and defeated and drawn, disappointed, overextended and frustrated and shaken, this overgiving, overloving, this caretaking goes on with no chance of intermission I'll be checked out I'll be gone Best. <laughs>
Fucking disrespect This shit's making me crazy
particular time
Is it such work to stay conscious and so easy to get stuck? And not the other way around. Will I ever move back to Canada? Can I be with a lover with whom I am a student? And a master, why am I encouraged to shut my
Strong
present to you I don't wanna be a babysitter You're a very big boy now I don't wanna be a mother I didn't carry you in my womb for nine months Show me the back door Visiting hours are nine to five And if I show up at ten past six Well I already know that you'd find some way to sneak me On your face at midnight, hey What are you hungry for? I don't wanna be the glue that holds your pieces together I don't wanna be your idol See this pedestal is high and I'm afraid of heights I don't wanna be lived through a vicarious occasion For your fractured heart and its wounded feet And I don't want to be a substitute For the smoke you've been inhaling well, What do you thank me? What do you thank me for? Visiting hours at 9 to 5 And if I show up at 10 past 6 Well, I already know that you'll find some way to sneak me in And oh, mind the empty bottle With the holes along the bottom You say it's
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.